Praise God. Alright, so we continue from where we stopped um, last week and um, what what did I call the th- what did I call the topic again, right? Mm-hmm. The word witness, yes. right? Alright, alright. Okay. Uh, okay, so th- th- this this um this teaching is just um a foundation and I will build up on the word witness as a real teaching um later in the year or yeah, probably the idea. I'll pick it up from it because there's still so many things I have, I have to teach you. So just know that it's like saying I'm giving you an introduction. This this what I shared with you last week into this week is an introduction to a major full course meal. It's like saying you are taking starter, and there is still what's the next one? Um, entry. There is still full course. Yeah, yeah, and there is still this dessert. Right? Yeah, exactly. So this like. A bit of the starter, so we. I'm just trying to, because I, you know, um, I'm sorry that this, this something I could have finished this last week, but uh, I mean, God just had His way, right? Last week uh, we couldn't, we could. I did it very little. I, I never. When I was planning the notes, I never expected that I would teach it twice. I, I planned my note for a one section time, but. Um, now we are because I wanted it to be like a starter into something I would share much later. But we are in this. So let's just um, pick up from that stance and um, we move from there. Look at Hebrews eight. We started in Hebrews eight last week, and we said um, we said that um, in Hebrews eight verse eight to th- verse ten to eleven, it says, "For this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel." After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me what? A people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to what? The greatest. And I told you, Last week I said one of the unique characteristics of the new covenant is guidance. It's a unique feature of the new covenant in such a way that we have guidance by the Spirit of God. And I said at salvation, you receive the Spirit. And I said you can call salvation the leading of the Spirit. And I told you, I said, um, there is no believer that does not know the will of God. And I told you that the indwelling of the Spirit automatically makes a man obedient. So, the Spirit of a man born again is designed to obey. Now, I want to give you a picture of that. You know you have a righteous spirit. How many of you know that? Right? You have an Holy Spirit. How many of you know that? How many of you know that you are um, sealed with the Holy Ghost? How many of you know that? Right? How many of you know that you have um, you have you are justified with Christ? How many of you know that? How many of you know you have an authority in the name of Jesus? How many of you know that? How many of you know that you have an eternal redemption? Alright. Now, one of the things that also you have is that 
you have the indwelling of the Spirit and you can be led by the Spirit of God always. So that shows to us that there is at no point anytime a believer can be confused. So that's why I don't like that statement that some of you use. You say, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Why? If I, <laughs> I was talking to Pastor Tommy one time. Pastor Tommy is Pastor Evie's wife. And Pastor Tommy said, she can, there are statements she cannot dare use in front of Pastor Evie. And she said, so one time I was just, I was asking her a question. I, said, I don't know. She just said, he? She just she slapped her mouth like, I can't say this. If my husband hear this, if Pastor hear that, I say, I'm no, I don't know. Pastor will shout at me. No, but that's a good consciousness. I, I like that. I picked from that, from that stance. So that shows in their, in their family now, they have a culture of there are certain statements we can't use. Now imagine as a church, we are growing and we can't, we, are, our, we have certain phrases and language such that when somebody walks in, you correct the person and say, no, we know everything in Christ. Don't use the word we don't know. Don't use the word we are confused. No believer is confused. Are you seeing it? Or uh, all statements like, you know, in our, in, in our ministry now, the miraculous is a bit natural because every one of you walk in the miraculous already. How many of you believe that? Right? All right. Now, so that's, how many of you know that? Sometimes your first response to, to sickness or situations is first the power of God. How many of you know that? Now, that's as a result of the training you are trained. Now, if it was somebody else now, their first response would be, ah, let me go and take a drug. Or, I don't want to use the word drug now. I'm going to take medications. Because drug now has turned to different things in our today's 2022 world. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is it drug now? So, say, ah, what do you mean? I mean medications. <laughs> so, you see, when Moses was writing in the Old Testament and he used certain phrases, they couldn't use the same word in the, in the New because the word has changed. Are you seeing it? So now in our today's world, the word is changing and there's certain phrases that we have to be careful to explain. Are you seeing it now? So Now, seeing that now is such a way that the believer is... Now, so we have... We have a design by God's spirit. Now, when they say design now, it's like saying, let's use, oh, shoot. Let's use um, this chair now. I will say, this chair is designed this way. So no matter, whatever the name of this chair is called, no matter where you want to go and find it, even if you go to the moon, it's still going to be designed this way. Now, a believer is designed in a fixed way. Now, your spirit is righteous. You know something I told you in, in, in Mission is Possible. I said, you are in the spirit all the time. Are you seeing that? So, if you are in the spirit all the time, how would you behave? Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Now, if you have the consciousness that even when I'm sleeping, 
and I'm dreaming. I'm still in the spirit. Do you know that alone can open you up to visions and revelation? If you are at work and you still have the consciousness that I'm still a spirit, do you know how far you will go? If you are in the toilet, pooing, you know, those are the signs you to not feel you are in the spirit because <laughs> the aroma and everything is not making you feel like you are in the spirit. But do you know that even as at that, you are still in the spirit? Do you know when you are even eating and watching a movie, you are still in the spirit? Your reality is not changing. So that shows. Now, let's take eating for instance. You can be eating and you can still be led. Are you seeing it? So, you know, I told you something last week. A lot of us have impulses of accidental leading. Oh, the thing just came to us. Just like what we did a couple of minutes ago. Now, look at how the Lord just told us what to do as touching our next directions. Look at how it came. Spontaneous, right? It wasn't as though we were trying to do something. I'm sure some of you never expect it, right? Now, but that's the direction. That's because we are consciously ready for the Lord to lead us all the time. And now, we know the next steps to take for the next five months. At least, it remains five months for the years to, to run out. At least, we know certain things we cannot do for the next five months now as a ministry. Have you seen it? That is how to be led by God. Are you getting me? Are you, are you guys getting me? Now, so I told you, I said... A unique feature of the new covenant is that we are naturally God's children. How many of you know you are, a, you are naturally God's child? Now, that sh- now, I'm not giving you a license to sin. If you see that way, you are hearing the devil. Now, that you do something wrong to your mother, does that make your mother disown you immediately and say, No, you are no more my child? No, sir. Eh? No, sir. no right? No, you are still the child. Even if they disown you, but does that take the DNA away from you? Yes, does that make sense? Yes, that is it with, with God's family. Now, this should not... You sh- if, if you hear this now, now say, oh, let me go and do whatever I like. You heard the devil, actually. Now, so if we are naturally God's children, one characteristic of us being God's children is that there is something within us that can tell us what to do and what not to do. So, we have the life of God. Say, I have the life of God. No, you're not saying like you mean it. I have the life of God. The life of God is with me. See, you you know, there are certain statements you have to be saying. You know, I told you something. Some of you will have to renew your mind. Some of you, the only thing you should, some of you, the only problem, you know, I told you, I told you, I said, in Romans 12, verse 2, let, let's, 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 let's move further so that I don't waste much time today. Like I said, it's just, all I want to do with this series is prepare you for um, what I'm about to teach. Does that make sense? I'm not yet teaching what I really want to teach. No. I just want to prepare you. So, we will still have to retitle 
this inward witness, I will just still call it the inward witness in this one. It will just be like inward witness introduction, inward witness <laughs> you get it. But look at Romans 12, verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because, so, you know, we, we are Christians and we, see, a Christian is smart. Supernaturally smart. See, you, you, we can take advantage of the indwelling of the Spirit within us. We can take advantage of the times and seasons. Now, look at what the Lord told us about 2023. We have not yet entered 2020, but do you know that? supernaturally now we can start preparing for 2023 in the spirit how do we do it guys how do we do it we pray right yes. that's all we now know what to pray about now as a result of what the lord has told us now a couple of minutes ago now i know what we are going to pray about in our prayer chain this week because wisdom makes me understand now, when the Lord says certain things to us, there are certain ways to pray about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I just know what to include. Okay, in our prayer chain this week now, there's some things we're going to include in prayer. Now, but see, that is you being, that's because we are supernaturally smart. We can take advantage of the times and seasons by the Spirit of God. Because we have the life of God in us. We have the witness of the Spirit within us. So we can actually take advantage of those things. Look at Romans 12 verse 2. I really don't intend to waste to, to spend much time today. I just want to just give us some few things and we'll leave. Romans 12 verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable, and the perfect will of God. And I told you, I said, that word conform is from the Greek word shusimatizo. It means to adapt. That is, there is an original way things should be done. And I told you, I said, I used movies to explain to you last week. I said that in movies, in, 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 in the, the way movies are portrayed gay, to us now, they have made it look normal. But no, it should not be normal. Are you tell, are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know that um, we, if we are not careful, you know some people, the reason why they club today, why they go to club, is not because they know anything about club. It's just because they probably have watched too many movies that have fed their mind about club and they just felt let me go and go let me go to, let me go and practicalize what i have seen that's all though. so imagine we can now guard our mind about certain things now my my pastor used to say something that before he watched a movie he has read the review studied the review so he will have to know okay he said that does you don't have to do it too but it just is a common sense that he picked from a younger age and he does, that's how to stay safe. He said before he watch any movie like this, he will have taken his time, studied the review, look at it well, to check what is going to happen, what's not going, so he will now go and watch. Ah. 
You know, people like me that like suspense, I prefer suspense. <laughs> I might not be ready to do those type of things. But do you know that? That can help him. In the sense of, he is not ready to feed his mind with something he's not ready for. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So, you know you're having a problem with something. And that's what you're now watching. Imagine you're having a problem with drinking. And every day you keep going to a liquor store. You just see you're walking around the place. <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> you're saying you do prayer walk around the place. Can't you do prayer walk somewhere else? Are you getting what I'm saying? Or you say you're having a problem with smoking. And every time you're just... Lighter is always in your pocket. Jesus said, you don't know, you just, you're just, you're just for your kids. Why is it there in your pocket? <laughs> but you know, the best way to change those kind of factions is to change your diet. Now, to change your diet might not be easy. No. Oh. It's not that easy to now stay away from what you used to do. Those are times, this is now where renewing of your mind comes in play. Now, so, you have adapted to a system. You are trying to come out of that system. Does that make sense? Now, in renewing your mind, I said, and, I, and this is in relation, now, I'm not teaching renewing your mind as a subject. Now, I'm teaching renewing your mind in relation to the leading of the Spirit. And I told you, I said, number one, you have to pray what? We, we, I think we couldn't go past the number one the last time. Right? All right. Now, I said we have to pray the Pauline prayers aggressively and regularly. And I showed you, I said in Ephesians 1, it says that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened so that you will know the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory of the heavens and the saints and everything. That helps you to see your reality. Now, the materials on the Pauline prayers is out already. I beg you, study it. I, I, I've, I've done... Uh, we, we, we've, we're going to print it out to everybody and it's going to be available now. Study that material. Don't just use it and just say, okay, let me use it to teach my disciple. No. You first feed on it. Are you getting me? Feed on it so that you will not be blessing others while your own life is also a problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, feed on that material. Spray that prayer aggressively in such that your eyes of understanding is really enlightened. It will help you understand God's word more. See, if you pray that prayer well and you pick a message, it will come like, you know when something is sharp? It will come clear. You pray that prayer well, you pick your Bible, it will come open. So now, you pray, it helps you to see who you are in Christ. Philemon 1 verse 6. It says that the communication of our faith will become effective by acknowledging of every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. So imagine we pray that much for ourselves. Hope you know we will see much of who we are in Christ. And you know one of the things you are in Christ is that you don't lack direction. So never you say, I don't know what to do. It should never be found among your statements. You always know what to do. You know the next steps to take. You know, you know the next step to take. You actually do. I'm talking to you. You actually do. Never you think that, oh, I don't know. You know, in fact, as I'm speaking, you already know. 
Because you have an ability within you that makes you know. If you know God as salvation, you need to respond to the gospel as salvation. It shows you know to respond. You can respond to him at every time. So you know. So pray the Pauline prayer regularly. And when you pray the Pauline prayer, remember I told you, I said, read your Bible, study, study, listen to God's word. Read your Bible and study God's word. Because if you don't study the word, the Pauline prayer is in vain. Hope you know. The polite prayer is so that you will know. How will you know? You will not know by praying. No. <laughs> you will know it by feeding on the word. Hope you know. Guys, do you know? Alright. So number two. I, th- I gave you number one. Pray the Pauline prayers. Number two. Study the word. And studying the word requires reading or listening. I will actually tell you that listening takes more preeminence. You have to learn to listen to God's word a lot. You see, if you are in our ministry now, this is because, now, why why am I saying this? Because this message is beyond you guys. Because here in our ministry, we have that culture of studying the word every day. You have to, everybody in, in our ministry has to listen to the word every day and pray. Now, this is, this is for those who are not here. Listening takes preeminence. Imagine you have studied, you have prayed the Pauline prayer, that you are, your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. You've prayed, and you know I told you, that if you learn to study and pray every day, you will walk with God. I don't know, how many of you want to walk with God? You know the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. Imagine you pray, you study the words. It, you'll, be, you, you'll be such, you'll be that, you have that, that, let me use that word, finesse. you just have that finesse with your Christianity. You just, there'll just be that beauty and aura around you. And that's just the glory of God. But see, number two, I told you, I say, study the word regularly. Feed, see, get very accustomed to God's word. Hope you know. That it is true, God, God will not speak outside his word. How many of you know? How many of you know? You know, God will not tell you to lie. You know, God will not tell you to steal. You know, God will not tell you to be in strife with somebody. Oh, you know, God will not tell you, don't talk to that person. You know, God will not tell you certain things that are contrary to the word. Now, imagine you are now more familiar with the word. Hope you know it will be very easy to hear him. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Imagine you are now familiar. You know how he speaks. You can rightly, and thank God for knowledge, we rightly divide the word of truth for you. We make you see things in precept upon precept, line upon line. Imagine you are now feeding on it. You are listening to the word regularly. Leading will not be a problem to you. Your ma- and what is, what is that happening? Because what you listen to more regularly Tends to take much, m- tends to stick more, even if you are not paying attention. But what you are putting your ears to hear every time will stay more. Are you getting what I'm saying? It will stay more. So, listening to the word a lot. Are you getting me? 
listening. Those messages, listening. Don't be tired of listening to messages. Don't be. That's God's word. Don't be. Number three. Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Learn to meditate on the word. Joshua 1 verse 8. He says, and this book of the law will not depart out of your mind, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Meditate on the word. I taught you in stability in devotion that you have to learn to meditate a whole lot. Meditate means you think through the word. You fix your thought on it that, oh wow, what did, did I really get that thing? You think through it. You fix your gaze on it. Look at James 1. Open your Bibles to James 1. Are you getting something? Look at James 1. James 1 verse 21 to 24. He says, let's start from verse 22. He says, but be ye doers of the word, and not only hearers. In us is deceiving your own self. For if any man hear the word, and not a doer, is like a man looking at his natural face in his glass. For behold it, for he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Now, you know what happens. Let me explain that text to you. It's like you wake up in the morning, and you check your mirror, and you see those spit lying, and you don't do anything about it, and you go out to Walmart. <laughs> you go to Walmart or you go to Wegmart and you, you now have the audacity to go and say, I, I, can I preach the gospel to you? <laughs> you know you have forgotten the manner of man you are. <laughs> that is the meaning. So it's like saying, you heard God's word. Look at, look, look at everything. No? It's just like, I've been teaching you now. Then, you see a sick person and all you now did is sorry. That is forgetting the manner of man you are. Is it, not, is it good to say sorry? Yes, it's good. But is that what I taught you to do when you see a sick? No, I taught you to lay hands. Ah, sorry. <laughs> I taught you to lay hands. Are you getting what I'm saying? Lay hands. So, imagine... You are hearing the word. Okay, let's say you heard, we, we taught a message in 2020, why the anger is about one hour plus or, no, about two hours message, right? Why the anger is about two hours. And imagine you are spent, you spent two hours of your life, of your, you know, out of 24 hours, you spent two hours to feed on why the anger, why are you even angry? <laughs> why should you be angry? And immediately after the message, <laughs> somebody now did something to offend you. Then you reacted. Hope you know you just forgot the manner of man you were. That is exactly what James is saying. He said, look, let's read it again now. It will make sense. In verse 23, verse 23 it says, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. 
So it's like saying you have listened to the word. You've prayed the Pauline prayer. Then you are still acting in, in offense. You are still keeping malice with somebody. You forgot who you were. You are still a man in Christ. Remember how we started? You are, okay, it's just like after this service now. You still start using words like, I am confused. You forgot who you were. Are you seeing it? It's just like after this service now. You still go and say, I am not righteous. You forgot who you were. It's just like after this service, you go and say, Ah, there is no sickness. This sickness, I can't pray for this one. This one is this one is more than me. You forgot who you were. Are you getting me? You must be naturally conscious of who you are. I am a spirit. You know, sometimes you have to say certain things a whole lot. I am a spirit. I am a spirit. I am a spirit. I am a spirit. I walk in the spirit all the time. 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 I don't walk in the flesh. 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 I don't imagine you say that about ten thousand times. Imagine you wake up in the morning and say, I am not confused. I am not confused. I have not confused. I have the light of life. I have the light of life. I know what to do. I know how to do. I know where to do. I know how to do. I know what to do. I know how to do. I know where to do. I am not confused. I am not confused. I am not confused. Just imagine how much your life will take a turn. Hope you know you will naturally act that way. I am born of God. 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 The seed of God is in me. The life of God is in me. The life of God is in me. I am born of God. I am born of God. I have the DNA of God. I have the DNA of God. You know, this alone can cure evil thoughts. Hope you know. This alone can cure devilish thoughts. Imagine you feed on the world that much. I don't know about you, but God's word is real to me. Because our actions are a product of our thoughts. When you see yourself do certain things, it's as a result of your thoughts. Our actions are a product of our thoughts. So imagine you now switch your thoughts through your words on God's word. You fix your thoughts on God's word. So, Listening to the word, number one, what, what's number one? You're not saying like you mean it. Number two? Number three? Meditate. Fix your thought on God's word. Think through it. I am born of God. 
I am born of God. The seed of God is in me. I have the life of God. I am righteous. You know, if you see yourself in this reality, it's going to solve a whole lot for you. Number four, practice God's word. So you know it is what you meditate on that you actually practice. Hope you know. Practice God's word. So those are the four ways to renew your mind. I mean, I would just, like I said, it's just a snippet into things I'm going to teach later. But just hold this down as an introduction. So, number one is pray the Pauline prayer. Number two, study God's word. Number three, meditate. And number four is what? Practice God's word. So, you know, when you are practicing God's word now, you are not a man who is forgetting who you are. Hope you know. Hope you know practicing God's word is like saying, somebody tell you, ah, this or that, you just say, no, I know what to do. Though you don't have an answer in your head, but you just say, I know what to do. Hope you know you just practice God's word. Hope you know. Because God's word is real to you, right? You know one thing about us as Christians is that we don't have to see things physically to believe. If we didn't see Jesus physically before we believed him, we don't have to have the answers before we say we are right. I don't know if you got about you. We don't have to have the answers before we say we are not confused. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, practice God's word. Practice God's word. You know, after service today, you can just say, I am a believer. I believe in the word of God. I am naturally led by God's spirit. I am not confused. You know, as touching even discipleship, you can just tell you, ah, maybe you're just praying. You prayed, you prayed, you prayed. As you're praying, you can just walk around speaking God's word and say, I'm not confused about the next steps to take. I'm not confused about the next steps to take. I don't know about you, but I'm not confused about the next steps to take. My steps are ordered by the Lord. 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 You know, some of you even preparing for exams, you can say, I know how to study for this. I know how to study for this to pass it. You know? So in recognizing God's leading, which is a function of who you are in Christ. I'm not if you get it now. I'm not if you know that the leading of God's spirit now is a function of who you are in Christ. So you know, if we want to teach who you are in Christ now, we can safely say number six. You are led by God. How many of you understand that? All right, cool. So there is no leading that comes from heaven. I just want to add certain things now. As I want to try to see where we can live today. And if not, we'll continue next week, maybe. There is no leading that comes from heaven at all. Because, see, let me teach you something. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Anywhere you go, you embody the leading of the Spirit. Now, do you know, when the Bible tells us, you are in 1 Corinthians 6, look at it, in 1 Corinthians 6, Hallelujah, you're going to love this. Look at in verse 7, 17. Look at in verse 17. He says, but he that is joined unto the Lord is what? No, you're not seeing him. He that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. All right. So now, you know that this is Tony now. There is no Tony spirit anymore and Holy Spirit. 
Tony Spirit and Holy Spirit is now one. So what is within you now, as you are seated here, is the Spirit of God. You know, we used to have that thing of my spirit, my spirit, then God's spirit. No, what is with you is God. Look at what he now says in verse 19. He says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? He said, look at it. He said, which ye, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So do you know, I can safely say, if somebody asks me now, see, where is God? I can say, God is in me. Hallelujah. God. I can just tell the people, where is God? Where is God? Where is God's thing? <laughs> well, you can believe in theology who says the Lord is in heaven. Yes, I agree. But God is in me. Now, this alone helps you with the leading of the Spirit. So now, quit thinking there is something coming from above. With the leading of the Spirit, one voice with us, jog, boom! No. Where is God now? Where will the leading come? So, it comes from within. Because anywhere you go, you embody the leading of the Spirit. God does not come to the Son of God. God lives in Him. So, we receive the leading from His Spirit. I can call my body now heaven. How many of you will agree? Because anywhere God is, is heaven, right? Yes, sir. I say, ah, heaven is here. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but heaven is here. Hope you know heaven is in this service. Heaven is on earth. <laughs> heaven is in this service. Hope you know. So that shows we can have a touch of divinity in this service. Ah, don't worry. We'll anticipate the gifts of the Spirit teaching. Heaven is here. Why? You are here. So, you don't have to travel now to a mountain. Is that good? Is Yes, it's good. But you don't have to travel to a mountain to hear God again. Remember how we started in Hebrews 8? We say it will not... Look at... Go back to that Hebrews 8 where we started from. Look at what it says in that verse 10. He says, for this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, he says, I will put my laws in where? In their mind. And write them in where? And I will be to them what? And they shall be to me what? Look at in verse 11. He says, they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, know the Lord. For all shall know me. So that shows you know God. He is in you already. Everyone is seated with you. So imagine everyone is seated with you. See much of the realities working with you. See much of the benefits within you. So hope you know, when I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping with heaven. I'm sleeping in heaven and I'm sleeping with heaven with me. When I'm sleeping, God is still with me. He never sleeps or slumber. <laughs> My spirit is still conscious. When I'm with the sick, God is walking with me to heal the person. That's how we say, your spirit in me, your power at work through me. I'm a man in Christ, supernatural man. You know? So, 
in praying the Pauline prayer, you are more effective. So what the Pauline prayer will do to you is to make you more effective and conscious of this reality. That's why before the service, one of the things I told us to do was to pray the Pauline prayers. Now, we prayed it so much now, you will see that how you are listening to me is more sharper. How many of you is that way, that way? You are hearing me more clearly. Now, it's because of how we are prayed. We spend quite some time just praying and we praise in the Holy Ghost. So imagine before you come to a service, you have prayed. Let's say tomorrow morning service now. You wake up in the morning and you just pray before the service. The, it will make you more conscious of who you are. It will make you understand that reality. It won't make you scared of anything. Imagine, okay, why should you be scared now, favor? When God is with you. You know that song that says, Why should I fear what people say? They don't know what you mean to me. They will never know. They don't know what you mean to me. What you mean to me. You know, why should you be in fear? Why should you panic? The Lord of hosts is with you. Hallelujah. The God of Israel is with you. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible, is with you. He's not just with you. He is in you. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Now, now, picture what you can do with that. So, what the Pauline prayer does is to make you more conscious of that fact. Remember, it is mostly for knowledge. So, you are more... Sen- it's just like even fasting. Fasting doesn't change anything. What fasting does is that it changes you. You are the major change in fasting. Because it makes you more sensitive. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, I want to ask you a question. How many of you believe that God spoke in this book? How many of you believe that God spoke in the Bible? How many of you this is God's word? How many of you know that when you are reading this, you are hearing God's word? All right. You have to get accustomed to how he spoke or how he speaks. Now, if you hear two voices, you know, I told you, I said, I'm going to explain this thing to this week. If you hear two voices... Let's see, you know, I don't know about you, but many years when I was growing up, before I came into much light of what I know now, and I'm still growing, I used to hear like 10 voices. Do this, don't do this, don't do this, try it. Do this. How many bananas have to you? Be sincere. <laughs> do you know why it's like that? It is actually because you don't study God's word. You are not accustomed to God's word. I found out in my work with God that when I started feeding on God's word much more, the voice started dying. The voice started sterilizing to just one. Because you know what happens? If something tells me, go and steal, that's not the God now. Because I now have knowledge. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That can be God. Because I know how he speaks. 
So the reason why you hear like ten voices or two voices, should I go there? Is because you are not yet accustomed to God's word. So you see, you have a lot of work to do. Some of you. So there is just something about knowing. You know, if I hide my number now and I call you, no matter I try to change my voice, you will see that oh, it's you, Joe. Pastor, it's you that is talking. You know why? It's because you know me. You know how I speak. Once you do, hello, ah, your voice is deep. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is how God's word is. You, there is just something in our spirit about knowing. Why am I in Rochester today? I know I'm here. I should be here. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's just something about knowing. So the reason why is as though you hear two or three voices or four voices is because what? You are not yet accustoming yourself to God's word. So you see, you have to pray the polite prayer, right? And you now have to feed on the word. So imagine, and I told you, listening takes more preeminence, right? Listing a whole lot. Because you want to listen from within now, right? Right? You want to listen from within. So imagine you are already listening and seeing the leading of the spirit is not complicated. Just even hearing me this evening is a direction enough for you. How many of you have been talking this evening? You have just been hearing, you just have an inkling of what to do. How many of you? Have that feeling now. See, that is exactly how God's word works. And see, it doesn't have to happen in only leading of the spirit service, it can happen in when we are studying understanding Genesis because it is still God's word. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So, it's just something about knowing. So, it is good to study the word, know how God speaks. God doesn't grow. No, he doesn't. Just know why he speaks. And see, there is something about praying in the Holy Ghost. I think most of these teachings is just about renewing your mind. There's just something about praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. There's just something about praying in the Holy Ghost. See, remember I told you you are in the Spirit, right? Right? You are in the Spirit 24-7. You are, in fact, not just you are in spirit, you are born of the spirit. You are of and in the spirit. You are of the spirit. You are by the spirit and you are in the spirit. So now, if you are in the spirit, you can also pray in the spirit. And all leadings comes from the spirit. Are you seeing it? The reality of God's word is that we have the indwelling of the spirit. Hallelujah. One of the realities of our salvation is that we have the indwelling of the Spirit. We have the indwelling of the Spirit. I don't know about you, but I have the indwelling of the Spirit. So there is something about praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. So I'm just giving you practical stuff on what to do. Look at 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. It says, For he that speaketh in a known tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, albeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So if I am speaking in tongues, it is an activity in the spirit. Right? How many of you know that? Yes, so, look at 1 Corinthians 14. First, in, in verse, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 14. This is for if I pray in an unknown tongue, what is praying? 
my spirit prayeth. But my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Else, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupy the room of the unlearned, seeing men at the giving of things, seeing that he understandeth not what thou seest? Verse 17. For thou verily give things well, but the other is not edified. Verse 18. This is one scripture that scholars can never fault. It's always like my last checker. If I'm having any doctrinal argument or tongues with anybody, I will hold on with this one. I will say, okay, how do you want to fault Paul here? He says, I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than you all. That is very instructive. He speaks in tongues more than the whole church. That's very instructive. Whatever is coming from tongues is divine. Hope you know. It's divine because you are speaking in mysteries. It's supernatural. So you can educate your mind. So it says, so when it says, I would pray in tongues and I will pray in the understanding also. So I can make use of tongues and interpretation in, in divine guidance. You know, just like I've been doing. I don't know if you noticed that. Many of I don't know if you notice there's a trend of what I've been doing this year. We just talk in songs and the interpretation and we know what to do. I don't know if you notice that's what we've been doing. So we, I can use it for divine guidance. Just like I did a couple of minutes ago and we know what to do next. Songs and interpretations can eat divine guidance. Because Paul says, I will pray in songs, my spirit prayed, and I will pray in the understanding. That's the interpretation. And I told you tongues plus interpretation is equal to what? Prophecy. So when talking in tongues, I am altering the will of God for my mind to receive it. When I'm praying in tongues, I am altering the will of God for my mind to be able to grab it. Remember, it says my mind is unfruitful. But when I speak in words, my mind becomes fruitful, right? When I speak in known language, my mind becomes fruitful, right? What helps me is because I prayed much in tongues. So, we should be able to talk in tongues more at home, privately. Talk in tongues a lot. You are at work, talk in tongues. You are in school, talk in tongues. I mean, when you are not doing anything that's touching things that would take you out, but talk in tongues. Just learn to... Talk in tongues a whole lot. Engage your mind a lot in tongues. You know, when you come to service, you can just be praying in tongues under your breath. Talk in tongues. It is in, it is, it is, um, um, either speaking on the tongues, it is, it is, you edify yourselves. It's in verse 4, it is, first Corinthians 44, it says, either speaking on the tongue, edify it himself. That word edify is the word oikodomio. It means to build on a structure. Oikodomio, to build on a structure. We will explain this in times to come. So if I pray in tongues, I am building on a foundation. I am building on a foundation. So you know you can wake up in the midnight and pray in tongues. Hope you know. You know you can walk as you are driving and you are praying in tongues. You know you, at work you can pray in tongues. In school you can pray in tongues. Before you go for that discipleship, you know you can, you can spend hours praying in tongues. 
Hope you know you can wake up. Maybe they give you public holiday and you don't have anything to do with the day. You can just say, oh, today is the day of tongues. Okay, as I'm doing all my activities today, as I'm washing, as I'm doing things, as I'm driving, as I'm, I'll just be talking in tongues all through. Hope you know you can do that. Because you are building up something for yourself. If Paul says, hope you know Paul was teaching. Paul was busy. He was obviously studying the word. And Paul was, could still pray that much in tongues. It means he spent a whole lot of his time there doing it. Because when you are talking in tongues, let me tell you something. You are contributing to your future. You are arranging things. You are contributing to your future. See, let me tell you the truth. There is no tongues you spoke that is wasted. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? There is no thongs you spoke that is wasted. When you are talking much in thongs, it makes you more sensitive to your spirit. It makes you more sensitive to your spirit. Praying in thongs makes you more sensitive. It makes you more receptive to listening. It quiets your mind. See, when you pray in thongs long enough, your mind will be quiet. It will listen. You know, the reason why you're having those voices, though you have not prayed in tongues a lot. See, if you pray, pray, pray much in tongues, you will just know all other voices will disappear. <laughs> I'm not joking. Sometimes, the reason why, sometimes I can come and tell you, oh, we are doing this today. Then I go back home, I go and pray. I don't know, oh. And maybe walking faster than normal. Because the more you pray in thongs, the more your mind is more quiet. You are now more receptive and sensitive. You know, before, as you are taking a shower, you can just be praying in thongs. Hope you know. As you are driving, as you are walking to somewhere, you can be praying in thongs. As you are in Walmart trying to shop, as you are in JCPenney trying to shop, as you are in Macy's trying to shop, you can be praying in tongues. So we say, oh, what's going on? Oh, sorry. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to God. But don't do it in such a way that you go to the... Ah, ah, brethren. Just talk under your breath. You know, you can pray in tongues a lot. Praying thongs. See, because there are some decisions you don't rush. It's just like decisions like who to marry. You know, <laughs> that is not a decision to rush. <laughs> it can change your life. <laughs> but you know, if you pray in thongs a lot, you will know what to do. You will <laughs> it's just like even places of destination. You know, it can change your life. Like, what state can I live in? What country should I go? Should I relocate? And you know, we are living in a 2022 world where everybody wants to relocate to a greener pasture. And that's the truth. Especially in America today, everybody wants to relocate to Cali, where the, uh, what they call that place, where Hapu is. Um, there's something they call something, Silicon Valley. Everyone wants to live in that area because it is the high well of the city. It's the, it's the boom. Everybody is studying tech to go to Silicon Valley. Everybody wants to go to Boston because there's Massachusetts. They want to study in um, MIT. Ah, Everybody just wants to go to New York, like maybe the New York, New York, the proper New York. 
you just want to go or people want to relocate to Canada. We want to relocate from somewhere to somewhere. We are living in that world in 2022 where if you are not careful, because of what you see and like on social media, because of, you know, explore, Instagram explore is the problem. You don't see, ah, ah, the way this person is taking this picture. Where is this place? It's so fine. Can't God just send me here? Then because of your wishful thinking, you will not know. Because of how much you have fed your mind on that, those pictures and explore. One devil will now come and give me one chance and say, I see and I see. I see and I see that you are going to Dubai. Oh. <laughs> Brethren. <laughs> see, there are certain utterances that anybody give me today, I'll say, oh, it's not me. Re go and replay. <laughs> I'm not joking, though. I know. I. I'm convinced of God's will for my life. <laughs> this is, if you, there's something I'm trying to if you give me, I say, no. Man of God, I, I can't just tell you respectfully. I don't, man of God, I would just, can, you can pray more. And There's more I believe the Holy Ghost will want to share with you to, for signing me. Please, please, pray more. Because, okay. Ah, yeah, you got, it's like, you missed it here. Ah, yeah, I'm not joking, though. It's not, I'm not going to be confused with an utterance. You know, some utterance can come to you and you get confused. How many of you know? Some utterance can come to you and you just say, ah, you know, thinking, but this person spoke in tongues before he gave me this utterance. Better be calm. <laughs> if you pray in tongues a whole lot, eh? <laughs> if you pray in tongues a whole lot, eh? All those, there's as the person is saying, uh, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, this is not me, nope. And that's why, that's why you have to have a good supernatural accompanying. I thank God for my friends. We don't just wake up to give addresses. I, I thank God for them. In fact, before, I have a friend that I had to see him in a vision. I saw him in a vision trying to tell me something. And I didn't message him for about two, three days. But I, it, the thing kept bothering me that, ah, message him. So in, interestingly, I just texted him. No, he texted me. I just said, interestingly, I've been wanting to text you. He said, oh, really? He said, I've been praying for you. He's, and I said, ah, two days ago or three nights ago, I saw you in a vision. You were trying to tell me something. He said, yes, I wanted to tell you something. I said, oh, wow. You know, there are timings for even things. Yes, you might want, the Lord can tell you, go to the Dubai. But it might not be now. It is in praying much in tongues and feeling on the world, you will know the timing. So, because when you take those decisions, they go beyond you. They affect other people's life. How many of you know? That your your decision today now can affect people's life. How many of you know? How many of you know? See, you are already involved with the cause of the gospel already. You are already involved with the cause of the ministry. Your life is dependent on other people's life. So it's just like if I say, if I just wake up one morning now and I say, "All right, church is closing. Uh, everybody go to your go to wherever you came from. This and that." <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
No, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. No, picture that picture what I just said. Now, imagine now. See, you know, you know it doesn't make sense now. Now imagine, imagine you just waking up in the morning and say, I'm picking up that job. I don't care. I just want to make money. People's life will be affected. Are you seeing that you cannot, you now as a minister of the gospel, you cannot do anything does anyhow again. Some things will have to give way. Are you, are you seeing it? I should just come tomorrow, after service tomorrow, I just say, alright, brethren, this is our last service for the word. <laughs> for till Jesus will come. Continue. Uh, I wish you good Godspeed. <laughs> Continue in God's grace. And you know I've taught you well. Alright, we'll see on the other side. I want to... <laughs> I want to... I got a job opportunity that... Um, that will require me to be doing some travels and I will not be available on short service on Sunday. <laughs> so imagine that is how everybody takes decision. I will share you a story of my pastor. He, said, he shared this story with us. He said, many years ago, he had shakings in ministry in the 90s. In, I think, maybe 95, 96, 97, something like that. And he had chickens in the ministry. A lot of things happened. So he just told himself, he will travel abroad. He said, I will never even pray. He said, I will just travel. He said, you know, those type of travel that I will show them Pepe. She be, the, be, be the, the gang up against me. He said, I will just travel. She be, it's the will of God. I can do it anywhere. That's what he said. He was telling us the story. He said, he needs to preach. She needs to hold Holy Ghost meeting. I'm eating Kennedy so much. I will do it anyway. If I get to the country, I'll just go and gather people around. And I'll just serve God. That's how he said it. He said, I'll just serve God. I'll serve God. He said, they now had an Holy Ghost meeting. He said, interestingly, him and his friend. He said, and his friends savvy things in the spirit. He said, him and his friends, about five of them, they just have Holy He said, he did not tell them their plan of how he has trying to arrange visa everything. He said, he said, now he told us this, that story. He said, there is nothing that justifies the all things working together for your good. Like immediately he told his mother that ah, he wanted to leave the country and everything. His mother said, ah, no problem, this and that, everything. Immediately, visa came. You know, <laughs> a diplomatic passport. Boom. He said, interestingly, that week, an uncle that has never come home. From London or something, or one country like just interestingly came home. He said, he, in fact, he had about two pending admission in different countries to go and do his law, his law school. He said, there is nothing that justifies. Ah, uh -uh, this is the will of God. I will just serve God. I will serve God. He said, he said, he, he told us something. He said, and you will know when you want to do the wrong thing. You obviously know. You will not talk to the right person, number one. You know that when you come to the third person, the person will tell you, uh uh, have you prayed about it? Follow the, what's the Lord leading you? You will not want to hear that. So you go and talk to people that will side you. Everybody always do things like that. He said, he did not pray. He said, maybe like a day or two to the travel. He just said, let me just pray. <laughs> 
He said he just woke up the day, so he just said, he went to tell his mother and said, I'm not traveling again. After everything we've done, he said, interestingly, he said, interestingly, after many years, he reminded his mom of the scenario his mother cannot remember. He said, so that is how I would have left my life. I mean, this is he said, he said, I would have traveled across the sea and dumb same community in the sea. <laughs> yeah, that's how he said it. He said, you will not have been hearing my voice today if I have taken that decision. So just imagine if everybody just act on impulses like that. Just imagine, all of you just wake up one morning, I'm leaving Rochester, I'm angry. This is I'm angry with Sister Inyadi, I'm leaving church. You did not even think of the implications. Are you seeing it? That, I've always told you, God cannot lead you in the flesh. If it is anger, if it is fear, if it is, it can't be the leading. His leading comes with his character. Go and listen to leading of Spirit Series 1 and Series 2. It comes with his character. So, like I said again, your decisions, they go beyond you. They affect other people's life. Hope you know the reason why you are in this service tonight. It's also for somebody. How many of you know? Do you know that? If I had killed myself in 2013, I wanted to commit suicide in 2013. If I had killed myself in 2013, maybe some of you might not be born again today. Or if I thought you are born again, some of you might not be consistent with the work of the ministry. And imagine how many millions of people will still hear my voice. Whose life will still have to count just because one person obeyed. So, you need God's leading all the time. So, learn to pray in thongs a lot. Are you seeing it? Learn to pray in thongs a lot. A man that constantly renews his mind will not be caught by surprise. You are praying the polite, you are feeding on the word, you are meditating, you are fixing your thoughts on the word. You will be caught by surprise. And see, don't be under any pressure. Are you getting me? You remember I, I post something on the... I posted something to them and I told you, I said, my pastor wrote something, he said, we know where we are going. And where we are going does not require competition. Don't be under pressure. Are you getting me? I'm not, plant, I'm not part of those people that want to do fastest growing church in, in Rochester, New York. It's not my, I'm not, we are never going to be like that. We just want to follow God. Are you getting me? Even in your life, don't be under pressure. You failed today, go and retake it. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Don't be under pressure. Be calm. God does not lead you in pressure. When you want to do, hey, let me, why don't I get it? And some of you, just because you have not met your life fiction, maybe your life goal or a future ambition, you just think every life has ended. No. Take things easy. Some things that look like mistakes, we actually the right step. There are some things, let me tell you something. There are some things that you thought, ah, I made a mistake here. But see, honestly, because you are a Christian who prays and thugs a lot, they were the right steps. Are you getting me? Yes, they were the right steps. Oh, 
I should not. I should have gone out that day. Maybe I would have seen somebody. I should have gone out. I don't know if you, you have those moments. I should have gone out. Maybe I would. Have, I should have done this. Ah, I should have just. Ah, I should have just. See, it might look like a mistake in the natural, but honestly, it might be the right steps you took by just not even going. By not attending to that email, by not taking that opportunity. You say, ah, I lost so much money. This and that. But ah, if I had taken that job, I would have been this. And I would still have time for me. I should have taken it. Why did I not even respond? Some mistakes could actually be the right steps. So if I stay around, the, I, I, I'm, I'm rounding off now. So if I stay around the things of the Spirit, I will recognize the leading of the Spirit. If I stay around the things of the Spirit, I will recognize what? The leading of the Spirit. So it is time to listen more to your Spirit. Listen more to your Spirit. The whole world must have spoken. Your parents must have spoken. Your friends would have spoken. Everybody would have given you advice. Instagram advice, TikTok advice, Facebook advice. Twitter advice. But see, at the end of it all, still learn to listen to your spirit. Pay attention to what your spirit is saying. Listening is when you pay attention. How many of you know that there is that AC sounding? I don't know if you can hear the sound. But do you know that you are not listening to it? You are actually listening to me. That is how to pay attention. And also, there are some wrong and right timing. I was explaining it earlier. I said, sometimes that Dubai you want to go, it's not as though you will not go, but you probably went at the wrong time. Then you are now struggling. Then you now be thinking, maybe God did not lead me. No, he led you. You just went at the wrong time. Are you getting me? See, eh? I don't know about you, but see. Sometimes if God tells me to do something, sometimes I pray. Lord, is it now? That's why you have to learn to pray in tongues a lot. You will know when it's not time. You will know when it is time. It's just like now. We already have a direction as touching our ministry for the next five months on what not to do. You know that following timing. And you know that before the next five months, the Lord would have actually speak to us and direct us again and say, Okay, by so 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 time, do this. Because we are open to the leading of the Spirit always. I know. There will be an intelligence. I'm saying this by the Spirit of God, and I got this two days ago. There is something unique that the Lord will want us to do in ministry that nobody has done before. I'm not saying it as a spite of. I'm not saying it as a spite of. Um, we are the first in the world to do it. No, no, don't have that spirit. But they have just been having an inclination in the last two days because I've been praying a whole lot. And I just have that inclination. We, there's a wisdom we have to catch. And I feel like we just have to pray more. <laughs> there's just, it might not come from me, it might come from anybody. That's why I'm saying it. There's just something that just have to drop that you're like, boom. Let's do this. It's as though nobody has done this before. Even if somebody has done it, it's not a popular thing that people are doing. 
that will just tap on and that will be just like, let me see, like a breakthrough. That word breakthrough for the ministry. I have been having that thing for the last two, three days. That we just need to pray more. That if we can pray more, we'll figure out that thing. Because see, we can get a lot of wisdom from the Holy Ghost. We don't have to learn from TikTok to take ideas. Are you getting me? See, even for your business, even for your business, even for your career paths, you know the Lord can tell you to set up a company. You just start in faith. You are a Christian. Are you getting me? You just start out in faith. It doesn't have to always look out or look well at the initial stage. Just start out in faith. I'm still saying it again. And I know that we will get it in, in, in days to come or months to come or weeks to come. We will get it. There's something that we, it's just, it's just one wisdom, one, that the Lord will want us to do just one thing. Like, once we do that one thing, I don't know what it is. But I know that we will know in times to come. We will pick it. And once we pick it, that will be that, oh, wow. And it will be like, when we start doing it, people will, it's like the world will join in on that thing to do. I'm saying, I've been having, I've been having that inclination. Because see, if the ministry is by the Spirit, we can actually get things by the Spirit. Are you getting me? You know, you can go back and you can have a wisdom on how to do things by the Spirit on your outreaches. You can have a specific wisdom on how to talk in your outreach. You can even, I was telling in your idea, Tony, I said, you can have a wrong and right timing. You know, the Lord can tell you, go and preach at 5 p.m. You will meet somebody at 5 p.m. Now, you know, the Lord can tell you, go to UR, go and preach. Today, you just know you are going to UR to preach. Don't just hold on and say, okay, we are going to UR today. Wait for the timing. As, actually, actually now trust God for the right timing. Because you can go to UR and go at 10 p.m. And at 10 p.m., nobody is there again. How many of you know that? Guess, do you know that? Many of the people that we have in our ministry today are people we met supernaturally in outreaches. As touching how we just moved as touching certain times. It's just like mission is possible. When we preached and we ministered to those people, do you know that in the schedule of mission is possible, that was not the timing I wanted us to go for outreach. But as we were praying, I just had a sense to switch things up. That, oh, let's go at this time. Okay, let's go at this time. And see, you know, we prayed about the locations. And we now went at a certain time. And we met certain people. Imagine we are like that always. You know, as school now in the city is about to resume, or always resuming. You know, the law can lead you to willing men. You know, the Lord can lead you to willing at the right time, but you just have to obey. You know, you can re rescue people from depression, from suicide. You can. You know, there are some jobs 
you will have to change two. And you will just know the right one. That's what just, just say, ah, no, there's no. Even as touching even career paths, the Lord can lead you. As touching picking a job, the Lord can lead you. As touching that next direction to take, the Lord can lead you. As touching school, the Lord can lead you. See, I don't know about you, but I am led by the Spirit of God. I am led by the Spirit of God. Look at Isaiah 55 verse 12. You know, I told you there's just something about knowing, right? There's just something about knowing. Isaiah 55 verse 12. I'm closing now. So we'll just pray in tongues and we'll just trust God. Isaiah 55 verse 12. Isaiah 55 verse 12. He says, I want everybody to open it. Look at what it says. He says what? I want everybody to read it. Let's go. One, two, three, go. Stop. He says, for you shall go out with joy. I don't know about you, but that's how I want to go out every day. And what will you be doing? You will be led forth with peace. Say, I am led forth with peace. I am led forth with peace. You're not saying like you mean it. I am led forth with peace. Say it one more time. I am led forth with peace. There's just something about staying in the will of God. See, disobedience does not pay you. Pastor Debo used to say, delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed, hear what I said? Delayed obedience is disobedience. So if the Lord tell you, go out today, you now, you now say, okay, I will go by 10 p.m. You have disobeyed already. Are you seeing it? Delayed obedience is disobedience. There's just something about staying in the will of God. And see, don't start with people accept thanks. One of the things we are doing in ministry, and I want you people to learn it, is that I don't want us to start our ministry with people's acceptance. Don't start your ministry with you want people, you want to please people. If it is a want to please someone, no one will not be here today. You will not be here today. All of you seated here, all of you listening to my voice will not be listening today. We will not start we'll start with, with God. What did God tell us to do? And that's what we will do. If we don't like it, go. Does that make sense? Yes. But we will stay with what God has told us to do. But we will not change our patterns. Just because we want to please you. No. We are led by. We are, I don't know about you. But I am convinced of what we are doing. Are you hearing? Prayer. Evangelism. That is what we are doing. Teaching God's word. Training people for ministry. That's all. So, and also... God has orchestrated divine relationships for us, supernatural relationships for us. What Satan does is that Satan just plants division and irritation. And Satan can just plant something silly. He can start with argument. It's just like how we had games night the other day. He can start with games night. So, oh no, why did you do that? And that thing just stayed. Your mind, this person is just then you just have an impression. This person is too arrogant. This person is just too this. This person is too that. It's just an attempt of the devil to just severe the relationships. Don't allow it. You know what the relationships has done to you. You know how praying in the spirit with that person has helped you. You know how walking with that person has helped you. You know how. The unity has helped you stay with it. Does that make sense? Yes. Stay with it. So, God needs your attention. Learn 
to listen to what? The Spirit of God. Learn to listen. I am led forth with peace. 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 So, we'll continue from this tangent um, later on. I, I'm not done with this teaching, but I will, we'll just continue from this tangent later on. But I want you to know something. You can't be wrong by following your spirit. The word might make you feel like you made a mistake, but you can't be wrong. Are you hearing me? Yes, Say, I am not wrong with my spirit. I'm not wrong. Bible says in Philippians 4 verse 7, it says the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. It will. It will. So listen to your spirit. See, you know the voice of God. You know how he talks. You know it. So, and also, don't get too spectacular or too spooky. Don't be waiting for one spectacular thing. No, be, it is very easy. A lot of people are looking for prophet, pastor to hear for them. You are not like that. You can hear God yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? A lot of people say, let's go and meet that prophet. Let's go and meet that pastor. How many of you, your parents have done this like that? Let's go and talk to that pastor. But see, I am led forth with peace. See, let me tell you something. There's something I added to my notes this, this evening. The new creation does not function with the senses. You don't function with your senses. You function by the leading of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Remember how we started? We said the mind, right? Yes, we said what, where you need to do most of this work is your mind. So don't get spooky. Don't get too, eh, okay, he, he did not come in it, fight too, we, ah, ah. You know, favor can talk to you and you can pick a wisdom. And you just know that ah, this God's word talk, this God's word to me. You know, earlier this week, you spoke to me and I said, ah, thank you. You just means that. And it was just, we're just having a chat. That's how it works. Learn to recognize it. You know how to obey God. You know how to listen to God. You know how to. You know how to. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's just pray. Let's, let's pray in the Holy Ghost.